Section 7 of Enoch Arden by Alfred Lord Tennyson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Now when the dead man come to life, beheld his wife, his wife no more, and saw the babe, hers yet not his, upon the father's knee, and all the warmth, the peace, the happiness, and his own children tall and beautiful, and him, that other, reigning in his place, lord of his rights and of his children's love. Then he, though Miriam Lane had told him all, because things seen are mightier than things heard, staggered and shook, holding the branch, and feared to send abroad a shrill and terrible cry, which in one moment, like the blast of doom, would shatter all the happiness of the hearth. He therefore, turning softly like a thief, lest the harsh shingle should grate underfoot, and feeling all along the garden wall lest he should swoon and tumble and be found, crept to the gate and opened it and closed, as lightly as a sick man's chamber door, behind him, and came out upon the waste. And there he would have knelt, but that his knees were feeble, so that falling prone he dug his fingers into the wet earth and prayed, too hard to bear why did they take me thence o god almighty blessed saviour thou that didst uphold me on my lonely isle uphold me father in my loneliness a little longer aid me give me strength not to tell her never to let her know help me not to break in upon her peace my children too must i not speak to these they know me not i should betray myself never no father's kiss for me the girl so like her mother and the boy my son there speech and thought and nature failed a little and he lay tranced but when he rose and paced back toward his solitary home again all down the long and narrow street he went beating it in upon his weary brain as though it were the burthen of a song not to tell her never to let her know he was not all unhappy his resolve upbore him and firm faith and evermore prayer from a living source within the will and beating up through all the bitter world like fountains of sweet water in the sea kept him a living soul this miller's wife he said to miriam that you told me of has she no fear that her first husband lives ay ay poor soul said miriam fairy now if you could tell her you had seen him dead why that would be her comfort and he thought after the lord has called me she shall know i wait his time and Enoch set himself scorning an alms to work whereby to live. Almost to all things could he turn his hand. Cooper he was, and carpenter, and wrought to make the boatmen fishing nets, or helped at lading and unlading the tall barks that brought the stinted commerce of those days, thus earned a scanty living for himself. Yet since he did but labor for himself, work without hope there was not life in it whereby the man could live 
and as the year rolled itself round again to meet the day when enoch had returned a languor came upon him gentle sickness gradually weakening the man till he could do no more but kept the house his chair and last his bed and enoch bore his weakness cheerfully for sure no gladlier does the stranded wreck see through the grey skirts of a lifting squall the boat that bears the hope of life approach to save the life despaired of than he saw death dawning on him and the close of all for through that dawning gleamed a kindlier hope on enoch thinking after i am gone then may she learn i loved her to the last he called aloud for miriam lane and said woman i have a secret only swear before i tell you swear upon the book not to reveal it till you see me dead dead clamoured the good woman hear him talk i warrant man that we shall bring you round swear added enoch sternly on the book and on the book half frighted miriam swore then enoch rolling his gray eyes upon her did you know enoch arden of this town know him she said i knew him far away ay ay i mind him coming down the street held his head high and cared for no man he slowly and sadly enoch answered her his head is low and no man cares for him i think i have not three days more to live i am the man at which the woman gave a half incredulous half hysterical cry you arden you nay sure he was a foot higher than you be enoch said again my god has bowed me down to what i am my grief and solitude have broken me nevertheless know you that i am he who married but that name has twice been changed i married her who married philip ray sit listen then he told her of his voyage his wreck his lonely life his coming back his gazing in on annie his resolve and how he kept it as the woman heard fast flowed the current of her easy tears while in her heart she yearned incessantly to rush abroad all round the little haven proclaiming enoch arden and his woes but awed and promise bounden she forbore saying only see your bairns before you go eh let me fetch em arden and arose eager to bring them down for enoch hung a moment on her words but then replied End of section 7